it's very difficult to try and have a a humble heart sometimes it's hard to just not yell things from the top of your lungs you know why didn't you listen i told you so things like that it, it's it's very difficult to go down that route but Sometimes you don't need to say anything because, as they say, the proof is in the pudding. What do I, what do I mean by that? Well, a lot of vaccine uh, sudden death, maybe is vaccine-induced, I'm not sure, has been apparent, and uh, we got a couple of more to discuss. And of course, some people who are vindicating people like myself who may have made the right choice. We'll get to that soon. Thank you for choosing the Ralph William Podcast. I am Ralph William. You can find me on Twitter at the Ralph William on Twitter. Make sure to follow my internet radio station, W-ESN, the Epic Strategies Network. You can find it on your Google Play Store. You can uh, go ask Alexa to start WESN Live, or you can go to epicstrategiesnetwork.com and tune in to listen to all of our shows and music that we have available to you. Hello, everybody. Thank you, and I want to extend my deepest uh i don't know condolences to everyone who was affected in the mass shooting that happened in california uh my prayers goes out to everyone there involved and we hope that the suspect is caught prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law thank you everybody so to get into the whole nitty-gritty, we have a lot of things coming out. One being, now I've heard of this podcast, I've listened to this several times in the past, this podcast by the name of Silk and Diamond, these two ladies who were one of the big voices in conservative, Republican, uh, podcasts i saw them on uh frank speech which is a uh, media alternative media website from uh this guy what's his name the 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 my pillow gentleman the my pillow guy who's always going to be known for the bm the my pillow guy <clears throat> and he had them feed uh one of the features on his uh, website he had silk and diamond. Now, unfortunately, diamond passed away 
uh, suddenly. Now, these ladies had a voice in questioning vaccinations, you know, things that are happening in the world, really having a voice in, in pushing what some of us are thinking. That's the current event, the current things that are happening nowadays doesn't seem to be right. Now, of course, I want to say my heart goes out to the family of Diamond, and hopefully they'll get some answers to their question. Now, of course, I uh, also mentioned, I mentioned a, like a week ago, the passing of Lisa Marie Presley. Now, there's a, and, and these are happening to relatively young individuals. It is not happening to your elderly people. It is happening to young, young, young Americans, young people around the world. It's something that needs to be addressed, investigated, looked upon. Here is a clip from uh, Silk, who is uh, addressing the get-together for her sister. As soon as Diamond hung up the phone, she said to me, I can't breathe. It was suddenly, out of nowhere, and no warning. I got her to the kitchen table, opened up the back door so that she can get some air. And each breath was less and less and less until her eyes became a stare. My husband and I followed the 911 instructions uh, 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 from the lady. We laid her, like they told us to lay her flat. They said do CPR, and it was one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. My husband and I alternated and kept going and going and going until the emergency truck came in, came into the, the yard and the EMS came into the house. They did everything that they could. But what I want to say to everybody is don't you dare call me a conspiracy theorist. Because I saw it happen. I saw how it happened. I was there when it happened and it happened suddenly. I want America to wake up and pay attention. Something ain't right. It's time to investigate what's really going on here and get some answers to why are people falling dead suddenly. Now you and me both, Silk, we're all trying to figure that out. Some of us have an idea. Some of us have a good idea on what's going on. Now, the one thing that uh, might be used. <clears throat> so, I, it shouldn't matter, right? It shouldn't matter. 
why I bring this up or why I say this, but when when 2024 comes around and Donald Trump be, tries to run for election again, I have a feeling that they're going to start using these vaccine-induced sudden death incidents, if, if that's what they're going to call it, as a way of blocking his attempts or, or, or getting rid of people's confidence in him to run for, for president. They're going to start using, oh, this is what he is glorifying from the beginning. Oh, I made, I, uh, I, I created these vaccines in warp speed. I made sure that it gets into everybody's ar uh, arms. It was wonderful. It was great. You know how in all, in Trump fashion. And unfortunately, that is the only way that any type of investigation or pushback will occur is if they can use it against Donald Trump. Now, I'm not here to idolize Donald Trump, right? I'm not here to say he is the goat, he's the lamb, whatever, however you want to say it. But I do believe that his at least some of the principles are clear in terms of uh this country first compared to everybody else right despite your politics i wonder if you feel like sending money overseas to something that has nothing to do with you paying enormous amount of taxes to pay for something that does not benefit you, that you are okay with. That you think that, oh, you know what? Yeah, they can have my money. I, I highly doubt that if you ask any random American here in the United States, if they are, if they are okay paying a high amount of taxes, and they're not going to get anything in return, meaning the it doesn't benefit them, right? Oh, they're taking so much of my money and they're sending it overseas. Or they're helping, they're helping migrants who, who are not American get free health care, free housing, free food. Right? You might find a few. But here's an unpopular thought. Here's an unpopular opinion. I think that may it is a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing. Right? Maybe it's a good thing because I believe Americans nowadays take a lot of the things that are here for granted. People don't work hard for things anymore. People don't 
don't have the 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 fortitude to fight for things anymore. People don't have the old kind of work ethic. They have learned to be either complacent or do the bare minimum. Now, maybe that might be a good thing, right? You never know. But I tell you one thing, the migrant that comes over from another country that knows true poverty will come here, learn the language, go to school, raise kids, and have four jobs, and do it with a smile on their face. That I give them. That I give them. Because I've seen a lot of them do it. I've seen hardworking migrants, or not even migrants, even those that came here legally, were able to bust their butts through school, get, get uh, cert certified, get certificates, get degrees, work 12-hour shifts, five days a week, two jobs. You know, there, there's a lot of them out. They know how to hustle. And you know what? I think they deserve everything that we give them. Might be an unpopular opinion. But we have gotten soft in the United States. People born here. And maybe everybody has a point. We have an, an entitled mindset. Oh, because we're American, we deserve the best. But the last I checked, we haven't really fought for American values since the 1700s. Hmm. We're having so much control over our lives in this country, and yet nobody does anything about it. No one's doing anything about it. At least not your average American. Maybe you have some tryhards, right? Weekend warriors, you know, maybe making a fuss out of uh, making a fuss out of not wearing a mask at a at a Walmart or a shop, uh, you know, a supermarket. But no real out outcry, right? Sometimes I think we. I guess we deserve getting what we get. But here is a clip of, and I know I went on a tangent here, but here is a clip of, uh, of Donald Trump uh, speaking of uh, silk and diamond. Um, also have to mention, we did a tribute, in fact, to Lynette Hardaway, Diamond, of course, your beloved friend, uh, on this show this week, uh, when we heard the passing, heard about her passing. I remember meeting Diamond and Silk, campaigning for you, of course, in 2015, uh, along the campaign trail. We did a lot of rallies together. We even launched Women for Trump together in Wisconsin. Um, and then we traveled the campaign trail uh, for all of these years. Uh, all of us put together, bound 
bound by uh, a love for you and what you've done for this country. So I know this is a profound loss, not only to you personally, but to the MAGA family, to this audience. Um, I know they send their condolences to you, this audience does, for both losses this week. I've texted a little bit, but if you know, how is Silk holding up? And what would you like us to know about your memories of Diamond and her legacy? Well, Silk is not holding up really well. She's having a hard time with it. I called her numerous times. And, you know, they were just very loyal people. Uh, our great first lady, Melania, was uh, really something a number of years, a long time ago. She said, there are two women on television that are absolutely incredible. They love you so much. And that's the first time I ever heard of Diamond and Silk. I said, well, let me see Aww. it. And they were just great. And they were loyal and uh, good times, bad times. It didn't matter. They were totally loyal. And we're going to do a, a little service, I think, for Diamond. And we're going to do it up in North Carolina. And I don't think the date has been set yet, but it's going to be set pretty soon. We'll give her a, a service that she really deserves. These, were, these are two terrific people and never complained. Life wasn't easy for them from day one and uh, they were just like special I, i'll never forget when melania came in she said you have to watch this these two women are amazing and uh it really took place then and and they've been loyal ever since and then we had this uh, really unexpected tragedy as far as i'm concerned and it's yeah. uh you know two great women two great women we have one left but the other one's looking down and very proud of her sister Now, it is unfortunate, man, that we had to lose. And it's not just her, but there's several people, even those that are not famous, that are not being acknowledged, just dropping dead suddenly. And, if, and it, it hurts because it's been going on for, for a year or two and now it seems that there's talks like oh maybe now we need to <clears throat> sound the alarm and mention these things have you heard Trump there saying you know this tragic thing this happened suddenly I mean maybe it has something to do with the actual virus maybe it has something to do with you know, the the therapy that they placed on people, uh, having a negative reaction to people that might not be in the best of health. But then again, it's happening to even healthy young athletes. So what say you? What is the common denominator within all of that? Huh. What is the common denominator and all that for all you math, math, uh, you know, peeps out there? The one thing that's the same is the jabs, right? The one thing that is apparent is these jabs. And yet they still push it on it and they push it on little kids. Now, when are people going to really pay attention? Like, you know what? 
And a lot of us have said this before. We don't trust anybody, anything that people in authority say. Because they, it's very hard to find someone in authority with your best interest. Very, very difficult. It's kind of the bedrock of this country. A lot of people forget that. It's kind of, it's kind of what we do. It's, it's, it's kind of like the thing that we're known for. You know, sticking the middle finger at people in authority who think they know best. And, and it seems like people have lost, lost that kind of thinking. Right? And I understand being, you know, civil, law-abiding, that I get, being good to your fellow neighbor, things like that. Yeah. But you're telling me that you can allow talks from people many miles away from you <clears throat> on how you should live? On what you on what they think you should be living on, and what they think you should be getting access to, whether it be med medication or even the rights to travel, and don't think that that's not happening. There is a pilot study, I believe, in in the UK, where. They're keeping individuals in a small territory area. And if they want to leave, they have to ask for permission. There has to be some red tape going through. Now, this is what they want to do all over the world. Let's say you want to, let's say you live, well, I live in the United States. I'm in, I'm in Pennsylvania. Let's say I'm in Pennsylvania. And I'm like, you know what? I think I want to go hang out with a couple of buddies of mine. Let's go to Atlantic City. I feel like walking on the boardwalk. And I got to go through some hoops to get there. I can't just hop on a train, hop on a bus. No. You might need to get scanned. You might need to show some papers. You might need to show a digital ID. You might need to get some some jabs you might need to check your credit score just to hop on a train and go on a different state huh huh right okay that might be the case in the future because like i said we take a lot of things for granted here we don't really believe in in fighting for the right to do what we want to do with our own lives. So, I guess we deserve what we get. We deserve what we get. But it's not all loss, though. It's not all loss. We, uh, there is some people out there at least vindicating us. People that are, that have been saying this for a year. For a year or two, three years, right? Jabs don't work. 
It's not going to help suppressing natural immunity, suppressing natural, uh, you know, alternatives to your health. And uh, we'll get into that very soon. After the break, I'll let you, I'll let you know who it is. You're listening to Coffee with RW. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Ralph William from the Ralph William Podcast. I want to invite you all to join our Patreon, WESN. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash WESN radio. That is our internet radio station that I have up and running. And I want to invite you all to get a little more intimate with yours truly and the OGs at WESN radio. So you're going to get extra content, one extra bonus podcast recording every week and it's not something that you're going to find on other platforms or at the station it is more of a relaxed no holds barred unfiltered version of yours truly and the ogs of wesn radio so we want you to come on over be a patreon help support the station you'll get extra content depending on the tier that you get uh you'll get more bang for your buck so go to patreon.com forward slash wesn radio and be a patron today so i greatly appreciate you guys uh joining some of you have joined the patreon and thank you very much thank you very much from the bottom of my heart help keep this uh station going this little vision that i have going and uh, we'll get you some extra content and uh, some some little exclusive uh, items as well. So be a Patreon. We just recorded one on Sunday night. So uh, we usually release a new episode every week, and I sprinkle a couple of uh, little things in during you know in the middle of the week as well. So, but every week you're guaranteed one new episode. Last night was a doozy, <clears throat> and uh, me and and the gang from WESN. Uh, really went uh, went crazy. A lot of uh, stuff on Reddit that uh, <laughs> that we came across. But anyway, you need to be a patron to find out. It's good stuff. All right. So the one thing that I wanted to to talk about is it is not all doom and gloom. Well, it kind of is, but at least there are other people that are acknowledging the doom and gloom and, and acknowledging that, hey, you know what? There's something not right here. Maybe these people have a point. Now, and it's very, it's very hard to, I don't know, it's very hard to really take in the amount of, you know, vindication this, this person gave you know, to those that are anti-vaxxers, right? And it's not even necessarily anti-vax, it's just anti-this-vax, right? But anyway, who am I talking about? You know the comic book uh, Dilbert? The little cartoon Dilbert? The creator, Scott Adams? Uh, we got some interesting sound clips. Uh, there's some interesting sound clips out there of uh, him saying just that. Like, hey, you know what, man? You know, I might have I'm I might have been wrong. I might have been wrong. And 
And it feels good to hear that, right? It's like slowly but surely, things, uh, people are realizing like something ain't right here. Now, this just came to my mind, and this is just me working off the cuff a little bit. Is, and this is this might be something for another show, but I just wanted to throw this out there. With a lot of talks on AI and predictive programming and CIA, I don't even I don't even know if this is CIA, but agencies uh, using psychological tactics to get under people's skin or to sway them in a certain way. I mean, the fact of the matter is there are people dying suddenly, right? But maybe them allowing certain people to release these opinions or the way the media is working nowadays is probably swaying people to think a different way. If you remembered my previous episodes when, when I spoke about you know the pendulum swinging from one side to the next, I feel like this is the side where this is the time where the pendulum is swinging back to a somewhat of a normalcy of thinking. But I really do think that there needs to be uh, an episode talking about these type of psychological tactics that it, you know might be happening to all of us, right? Maybe. Because when I speak to someone who is totally opposite of my of where I'm coming from, sometimes I would just display like, okay, here, this is what I find on my side of the story. And they would just completely dismiss it. Now I'm sure I probably would do the same if they showed me their version of it, which is their CNN <laughs> version of it, right? Or other media. And, and there's something to be said that people are caught in their little media bubbles. But there are some individuals like this, this individual, Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert, where they kind of see both sides and, and are slowly swaying towards the other. Here's a clip of what I'm talking about. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you that the people who, the anti-vaxxers, appear to be right. Somebody who did not get vaccinated, got a little Omicron, or maybe even a worse one, but recovered. Now you've got natural immunity and you have no vaccination in you. Can we all agree that that was the winning path? The smartest, happiest people are the ones who didn't get the vaccination and are still alive. I want to make sure that I'm not leaving any wiggle room for myself. Have I? Have I said as clearly as possible they're the happy ones right now? And have a reason to be, completely? Having, uh, having said as clearly as possible that the anti-vax people seem to be the winners, I want you to hear that clearly. 
the anti-vax people appear to be the winners. The anti-vaxxers clearly are the winners at this point, and I think it'll probably stay that way. And, and I don't want to put any shade on that whatsoever. They came out the best. They, they have the winning position. The unvaccinated have a current advantage because they, they feel better. The, the thing they're not worrying about is what I have to worry about, which is, I wonder if that vaccination five years from now, because really the anti-vaxxers, I think, were really just distrustful of big companies and big government. That's never wrong. It's never wrong to distrust government. It's never wrong to distrust big companies. Right? So if you just took the position, let's just distrust everything the government did, well, you won. You won. <laughs> you won completely. I did not end up in the right place. Agree? You would all agree with that, right? I did not end up in the right place. The right place would be natural immunity, no, no vaccination. You should take victory, and I should take defeat. We can agree on that, right? That, that my position is now the weakest, and, and your position has gone from the weakest to the strongest, and that we can just say that's true. The people who didn't get vax are absolutely in the winning position. You win. You win. You are the winners. You are the winners. All right, let me say that part with no ambiguity. You won. You won. Uh, all, all of my fancy analytics got me to a bad place. All of your heuristics don't trust these guys, it's obvious. Totally worked. Now, as much as I enjoy listening to the creator of Dilbert, you know, say these things, and it's good to get some type of vindication, but it's not enough. We need more people to realize this. And it's not that I want a total admission of fault or anything. It's just like, you know, just see it from our perspective. There's a lot of things happening that nobody really wants to address or even care about. And, and for those that really just want to like leave it up to people in power, I mean, do you really think that people in power have your best interests as hard? Even, even for the, the, the people that hate MAGA, right? Like, or, or I'm sorry, even the even the people that that love MAGA or Trump or or Republican or Democrat or whatever it is, like really believe cold heartedly that the leaders of their of their party have their best interest in heart. I mean, how how much do you think that they're gonna Look after your interests. I mean, of course, back in the day when Trump was in office, you've had people like Kamala Harris or Biden push and say, I don't trust these vaccines. They haven't been tested. 
and then now they're now that they're in power, they're the ones that are pushing it. Do do people did people forget about this? Do people forget about? Let's see the replay. <laughs> I mean, come on. Dude, I don't understand why people are just like, oh. Oh, wait, Orange Man said, you know, was in office, so I don't know. Oh, Old Man's in office? Okay, yeah, let's, let's make everybody take it. I mean, I don't understand why people don't have that, that connection. And it is what it is, but people need to understand that those that are in power are always going to look out for those that are in power. Not for you. Even, even those that supposedly step down. Oh, like the uh, Prime Minister of New Zealand. She stepped down. Now I have the, I have a, an audio clip here of a comedian by the name of JP. Uh, you can find them on Rumble and I believe on YouTube as well. You can search Awaken with JP or Awaken by JP. And uh, he goes, he, he talks about, he has a reaction video talking about uh, the Prime Minister. And he goes into detail in this clip on some of the things that she's done while in power. And he goes on to say that she was pretty up there in the total control egomaniac of, of all the countries, right? She was pretty up there along with Trudeau, Macron, you know, Biden, of course. And he gives examples on some of the things that, she herself implemented and her and her her state control implement here's awaken with jp quick i want to take a, a quick look at her game film her highlights of totalitarianism during the whole past few years and this is from the gateway pundit so here's one example of what jacinda did to her country and you may have seen this it's absolutely heartbreaking but it's a fact it's something she did here you can see this little news clip of two parents with their little baby having the police medically kidnap their baby because their parents were refusing blood transfusions with blood uh, with a, a heart surgery the baby needed. So the state under Jacinda's rule said, we're gonna take your baby from you. It does not get more demonic than that, ladies and gentlemen. What else did she do? Well, she proudly declared free speech is a weapon of war while she was at the United Nations. Dear everybody, free speech is a weapon of war. What should we do? You're not allowed to talk. That's what we should do. Okay, Jacinda. Oh, you probably remember she told New Zealanders, don't talk to your neighbors. 
<laughs> okay. And then this is uh, both totalitarian because she believes she had control over people, but it's also hilarious because this is where her mind went when she was starting to ease her authoritarian restrictions. Uh, Gateway Pundit's words, the wicked New Zealand prime minister announced that easing of quarantine restrictions would allow for orgies of up to 25 people. <laughs> like, that's her priority. Dear God, why would you want an orgy with more than 25 people? My experience is 21. That's the ideal number for an orgy. <laughs> what? Why would you even say that? Okay, now for the quote-unquote reasons why she resigned. Now, uh, just a reminder, this is from the Gateway Pundit, so it's they're all about calling out totalitarian dictators, so this isn't like spun from like MSNBC or CNN or a mainstream media outlet, which is cool. After destroying all individual freedoms in her idyllic island country, New Zealand's great, by the way. Now, of course, uh, he goes on to say that, well, her, and I played clips of this before, that she, it's a rough job and it takes a toll and, and people in power are just regular old people. So he speculates, JP speculates that he, possibly a scandal is going to be coming out, whether it be a scandal of, uh, state and pharmacy companies, you know, in bed with each other, or maybe it could be some sort of personal scandal to come out. But either way, the they're going to replace her with somebody else. And of course, I agree with what JP said, uh, that it's most likely going to be someone who still uh totes the the same line as she did and the line of the world economic forum so according to jp i think he's correct that it doesn't matter whether you see these uh people step down resign replaced whatever the case may be exactly what i said even in talking about the two party system that they're always going to be replaced with someone that still runs the same line that <clears throat> that the people in power want everyone to follow and it's just and it's just it's the sad reality and like i said until people who believe in what we believe in or what people believe in have money to overpower the people that are in power now, that is the only way. If you believe in freedom of speech, freedom of, you know, to live your life without any involvement of power, of people in power or the government, then you have to accumulate enough resources and enough money to be able to come back to that because that's really the only way to do it and even if you make it up there try not to lose sight of why you're up there and not being engulfed in the same 
the same love of power that uh, the people that are there are engulfed in. But speaking of the World Economic Forum, they've gone to Davos to do more discussions, more talks, and more, you know, finger-wagging at everybody uh, and pretty much letting us know what we're going to be doing and uh, what uh, they have in store for all of us. Some of it might sound like a good idea. I don't know. We've seen parts of this already. You've seen a McDonald's in Texas fully automated by robotics. Well, that seems like a good idea. Who, For those that complain about working at McDonald's, well, there you go. Now you don't ever have to work at a McDonald's. Right? You don't want to work at a fast food restaurant? You think that's beneath you? Well, there you go. You won't have to. You won't have to work at no McDonald's, no fast food restaurant ever again. Because the tin can, the tin can man has taken your spot. So now you get to kick back, relax, and really follow your passion. Whether it be poetry, whether it be writing that next composition, whether it be underwater basket weaving, whatever your heart's desire, you can do that. You want to live under a bridge, live on a beach, you can do it. Because you don't have to keep yourself on lockdown at a fast food restaurant. Or, or you can free up more time to be the next physicist, scientist, you know, engineer. Really, really go after your life goals, your life passion. So I say bring it on. Bring on the new technology, man. Bring on, bring on the new, uh, the new order that we're living in. Might as well greet it with a big smile on your face. Now, is regular media going to be covering what they're saying at Davos? I don't know. I don't think so. But I, thank goodness for clips like this that uh, are following exactly what these people have in store for all of us. And why not? They know best. They know best. They, Hey, we're not supposed to be dry, uh, riding in uh, airplanes. We're not supposed to be, you know, using uh, public transportation too much that we use a lot of these gases, right? We need to work for the environment. We need to do our best. They, but only they are allowed to go on private jets. Only they are allowed to get fine beef when they want their dinner, right? Only they are, they, they deserve it because they work so hard to accumulate their wealth. They deserve not to pay a, a corpious amounts of taxes. They deserve to live in the nice parts of the world. They deserve to have bunkers just in case they decide, you know what? I don't think we like this place anymore. We're just going to chill under here, drop a couple of bombs on everybody, let them shift, uh, you know, 
Let them figure it out. They deserve that, man. They deserve they deserve all the, the good things in life. It's all right. It's okay. But here is a clip from uh, independent media talking about Davos and, and, you know, what they got planned for us. The annual meeting of the World Economic Forum began at Davos in Switzerland this week. Just a group of philanthropists who want the best for us. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? The media was eager to cover the major event and the leaders were anxious to share their plans. Oh, but not with independent media. Uh, but, uh, which which uh, media are you with? I am an independent journalist from yeah, Japan. Yeah, no, thank you very much. <laughs> yes. I have um, to ask, thank but you. Thanks for and attendees like Pfizer CEO Albert Burla couldn't be bothered either. I mean, we, we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not trans stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. I won't have a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine did not stop transmission? Is it time to apologize to the world, sir, to give refunds back to the countries that poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work, your ineffective vaccine? It's only natural they would want pre-screened questions by paid-off corporate media puppets. Speaking of propagandists, CBS covered the event. Just kidding, they covered those of us exposing the forum for what it is. As elites gather in Davos, conspiracy theories gain traction online. Yeah, all these people are saying these billionaires are like power hungry and want to use like the pandemic and stuff to consolidate power and take our rights away or some junk. The Great Reset, what a bunch of loonies. But the theme of last year's gathering was actually called the Great Reset. That's misinformation. Klaus Schwab wrote a book called The Great Reset. Misinfo. That's dangerous to our democracy now. Building this new world order. Building this new world order. A new rules-based order. The voice of the global south and the developing world is included. Elon Musk tweets, WEF is increasingly becoming an unelected world government that the people never asked for and don't want. MSNBC takes a dig at Musk, implying he's firing up conspiracy theorists who think the WEF billionaires want to make us eat bugs. Oh, but WEF actually does push that. Insects are becoming a trend. The Western diet has to kind of shift and change. And most importantly, it's natural, it's normal, and it's the way that we have to feed the future. Then it was the WEF that promoted Sam Bankman-Fried's historic Ponzi, the biggest financial fraud in history, Apparently, the savants at the World Economic Forum just couldn't tell that this twitchy, pill-popping kid in cargo shorts, who literally played video games during interviews, was an utterly transparent scammer. They had no idea. And just when I thought Brian Stelter was done making cameos on media malfeasance, he shows up in Davos talking about journalistic integrity after being fired by CNN. The clear and present danger of disinformation uh, is our conversation here this afternoon. It follows a session just now about disrupting distrust, and of course those are connected. So. Yep, this is the same guy who refused to call out WAPO for its disinformation about the Steele dossier behind the Russia collusion hoax. The same guy who was mum about his buddy Don Lemon tipping off hoaxer Jesse Smollett that law enforcement wasn't buying his tall tale. 
The same guy who lied about Joe Rogan saying he took horse dewormer to recover from COVID rather than a human prescription written by his doctor. It's a lie on a news network, and it's a lie that's a willing, that's, that's a lie that they're conscious of. It's not a mistake. Yeah. They're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. NBS wants to preach to you about journalistic integrity. Disgraced FBI Director Chris Wray also gets cozy at the World Economic Forum and corroborates all the Twitter files showing the collusion between the federal agency and big tech to censor and target everyday Americans. And, and particularly important, the level of collaboration between the private sector and the government, especially the FBI, has, I think, uh, made significant strides. Speaking of federal intel, a confession this week. Daily Wire, one of the 51 intelligence veterans who signed a letter suggesting the Hunter Biden laptop story could be part of a Russian disinformation operation, said they knew the contents of the device were genuine at the time. Washington Post didn't admit the authenticity of the laptop until March of 2022. And CBS waited eight more months after another election, the midterms, to make the admission. They all lied to you to interfere in an election. And this is becoming common practice now. We now know the discovery of classified documents in Biden's possession occurred before the midterms. Was the story held until after the election? Fox and Friends hosts are curious. Paul Rove told me on, sa on Saturday that they had the CBS had the story in the fall. Uh, they had it in November and they held it. Why did they hold it? Who convinced them to hold it? Since when do you hold a story like this until January, and then NBC finds out about the next tranche that was found. Right. So there, these are two outlets pursuing a story, and they seem pretty well, uh, exercised in the press uh, in the press room too. If that is true, then NBC and CBS both. If they knew before the election, they both helped the Democrats, and that needs to be an investigation. But this whole debacle is built on a mountain of lies. Here's the White House press secretary assuring us the search was complete. They completed uh, the, uh, uh, the search. The search is complete. Uh, he is confident in this process. You should assume that it's been completed, yes. After the search concluded last night. And then what do you know, even more documents were found. So CBS suddenly decides to act interested in the story again. Did you or did you not know about the additional files? I, I already, I literally just answered that question. But I, I, I missed just, it, so is it yes or no? Well, I, I mean, you're, you're not too far sitting next to her, so I was very clear. I provided, I provided the information. And of course, that goes on for another five minutes, but to spare you guys the, uh, you know, the, the time. Uh, you get what I'm uh, peddling here. But thank you, everybody, for tuning in. But first, before you guys head out, uh, for those who don't remember, uh, let me just say, I got this uh, <clears throat> this feed that says Joe Biden is set to to tap his former COVID response uh, coordinator, Jeff Zients, Zients? Z-I-E-N-T-S, I don't know how you say that, to replace Ron Klain as his chief of staff. So apparently there's this clip uh, going around of this uh, gentleman by the name of Jeff Zients when he was uh, ahead of the, the COVID response team. He was uh, pretty much saying that for those that are unvaccinated, 
they're going to be in a whole heap of hurt because uh, they're going to be taking up a lot of hospital uh, resources and they're going to be dying in uh, the <laughs> in the last winter. This was, uh, I believe this was in, uh, this was in 2021. Uh, but let me see if I can, I, I didn't get uh, the exact. And on not letting Omicron disrupt work, the vaccine. Done the right thing, we will get through this. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death yourself, families, and the hospital may soon overwhelm. So, yeah, uh, he has some pretty choice words to say about the unvaccinated. But, uh, I mean, well, how are the stats now, sir? But uh, he's going to be Biden's chief of staff. Man, I guess uh, we do live in a crazy world nowadays. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in for this installment of uh, Coffee with RW. I hope you guys have a blessed day. Please follow me on Twitter at the Ralph William on Twitter. Please send me any news articles or news clips that you feel I should speak about. And become a Patreon in the description box below of this podcast. You have a link. To join our Patreon, you get extra extra content, extra clips. Uh, you know, if you want to be a part of the, the station and things of that nature, uh, become a Patreon today. Thank you very much, everybody. Remember, stay humble, stay hungry, and you'll always be blessed. Take care. Peace. Hey, home coffee, hey, home coffee. Say goodnight to the bad guy. Come on. Last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again.